You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tiger Nation, what is up? Welcome to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. That's right. Monday through Friday, a daily glance into the Clemson Athletic Program. And heavy on football right now as the Tigers are fresh off of their bye week. Looking ahead now to Florida State. Not going to talk a ton about the Seminoles on this episode. In fact, today, going to get some updates from Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney. Let you know what's going on in terms of injuries, Trevor Lawrence, DJ Weongole, and more. And then, coming up after that, going to get into a look at what happened at South Carolina over the weekend. Uh, the Gamecocks moved on from their head coach, Will Muschamp. How does that affect the Tigers? What's next in this rivalry? I'll give you my thoughts on that very, very shortly. And then finally, I'm going to get into the Tuesday Tiger of the week. Miles Murphy, the true freshman defensive lineman, has been huge for the Tigers this year, leading the team in both sacks and tackles for a loss. Here we'll be more about how he's uh, adapted to everything and been able to go straight from high school into a major role on Clemson's defense. I'm your host, Brad Sinkup. You can follow me on Twitter, at Brad Sinkup. That's S-E-N-K-I-W. And I'm a credential member of the media and have been for about 15 years. I also host the Press Box on 105.5 The Roar in Clemson, and I'm the deputy editor at allclemson.com. Go check me out there. Let's dive right into the news and notes coming out of Dabo Sweeney's program. The Tigers enter this week's game against Florida State, which is 2-6 on the season. Tigers 7-1, number 4 in the country. In better shape health-wise, it sounds like. Uh, Three players definitely out this week, that being James Skowski, the linebacker, uh, defensive end Justin Foster, and wide receiver Frank Ladson. Other than that, everybody else has a chance to play. That means Tyler Davis. That means Mike Jones Jr., Matt Bockhorst, Landon Zanders, a lot of guys who have been banged up. And here's what Coach Sweeney had to say about those injuries. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're in a much better place. I'm glad we didn't play last week. We would have been, it would have been a a problem. Uh, So good Lord looked out for us there. I think, uh, you know, Skowski is, is, Really doing well. Uh, he he's definitely is 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 still not uh, ready. He's not. I wouldn't say day to day. He's he's not ready this week. Uh, you know, we're hopeful for him that he will be able to maybe get back with us next week. Uh, Latson is going to be out. Um, I think I've already said that. But he he uh, uh, had a little spot in his foot that 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 flared up uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, so we had just gotten him back with his hip, and then he and then he he, he had a hot spot in his foot. So anyway, he's uh, he's out this week. Same thing though. We're hopeful that we'll get him back next week. Uh, but everybody else is is what I would say day to day, and uh, you know so we're we're in a much better place, and, and hopefully that'll continue to be the trend. You know down the down the stretch here. That's good news for Clemson, and be very anxious to see who gets out on the field with those guys who have been banged up, and, and how limited are they? How much playing time do they get? You know, Florida State, not going to put up much of a fight this week. So I think Clemson can really ease some of these guys back in, not rush it, not force it, 
and see how it goes with so many of them and try to get a lot healthier. You know, Frank Ladson, that just does not sound good. Uh, it's like he's going to be out for a little while. Uh, James Skowski's still not ready to go. I, I still think the goal for him is something closer to uh, the ACC championship, maybe not even until the college football playoff. Stay tuned for more information about Skowski. Coach Winnie also updated Trevor Lawrence, who is good to go against the Seminoles. And Trevor Lawrence did talk with the media this week and also said that he feels like he's in shape. He feels like he's ready to get back out there on the football field. He's passed all of his uh, physical tests. He, he feels like he's got his stamina back, and that'll certainly be tested a little bit. Uh, but I expect Clemson to play well, especially early in this game. And Trevor Lawrence is, as Davo Swinney said, chomping at the bit to get out there and play again. It's been a long, long time. I have not seen Trevor Lawrence in a football game. You have to go all the way back to the Syracuse game. Wow, that feels like forever ago. DJ Uyangle, the backup quarterback who came in and filled in admirably, more than admirably, for Trevor Lawrence during his bout with COVID-19 and the protocols that he was under. Uh, Uyangle, Dabo Swinney said this week, kind of led on, that the young quarterback was a little more injured than we thought. You know, he did not play against Georgia Tech. He got banged up, I believe it was against Miami. He sat on the bench on the road against Georgia Tech, never played, but did travel. And then they didn't really, they didn't need him as, against Syracuse. But then come the next week when he had to start for Trevor Lawrence against Boston College, Sweeney admitted on, on Tuesday he was worried. He was really concerned about DJ's shoulder and would he be able to have effectiveness in his throws how much would it really bother him Uh, so I I think it was very big for him to find a way uh, to gut gut it out get through it coach Winnie was just really impressed with how DJ carried himself how he handled everything and played through pain and was unbelievably effective 781 yards passing in those two games that he started in place of Trevor Lawrence counted for six touchdowns he did a lot and it, it does explain why they didn't run him very much, especially against BC. They just did not trust the shoulder was going to hold up, and he was obviously in a lot of pain and not not healthy. But Clemson was in a scenario where they didn't really have many other options, and DJ really, really showed his coaches something, and his future was already bright. But you have to be really impressed with what he did in those two games, knowing that he wasn't even close, really, to 100%. Some other updates to get to. Uh, sad news for the Clemson family as it was announced. Taj Boyd's father passed away after he uh, had a minor operating procedure late this morning, went to cardiac arrest, and he was airlifted to the hospital, according to Taj on Twitter. And then later on, his brother TJ uh, announced that their father had passed away. So thoughts and prayers certainly go out to Taj, his family, and all Clemson Nation as they mourn the loss of um, the father of you know one of the, the Tiger greats and you know his family moved here from Virginia when he came to Clemson and became part of this of the community around Clemson and had you know a big impact on Taj and Taj has, has had such a huge impact. I know him personally, I know him well, and certainly I feel really really bad right now uh, for he and his family. Condolences to them. Coming up next, going to take a look at what's going on at South Carolina. And does it affect Clemson? How much does it affect Clemson? And who could be the next head coach for the Gamecocks? I'll give you my thoughts on that coming up. It's still early in the week, and 
my goodness, I already need to relax. <laughs> I already need to sit down, take a break, hit the reset button. And I know you do too. And there's no better way to do that than with an ice cold Coors Light. It's literally made to chill. Think about it. It's cold filtered. It's cold lagered. It's cold packaged. It's everything you need to sit back, relax, take a break, hit the reset button, chill out for a little bit. Watching football, there's nothing better than doing it with an ice cold Coors Light. It's the beer made for watching football, made for hitting that reset button. So give it a try. It's what I choose when I want to sit back and relax. In fact, you can go to get.coorslight.com. That's get.coorslight.com today and have it delivered straight to your door. So go check that out at get.coorslight.com. The beer that is literally made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Big news in the state of South Carolina as the Gamecocks announced on Sunday that Will Muschamp is no longer the head coach. He was fired, let go, whatever you want to call it, and they moved on from Muschamp, who went 28-30 and overall, 17-22, and and 0-4 and against South Carolina. Wasn't going to get that opportunity to go 0-5 this year. Uh, Clemson would have absolutely destroyed this Gamecock team, they have really struggled, especially defensively. That's what's ironic about Will Muschamp getting fired. He's a defensive coordinator who has always lacked an offensive identity. But the crazy thing is, what really did him in was the fact that they couldn't quit giving up points. They gave up 59 to Ole Miss this past weekend. Before that, it was 48 to A&M. And then it was 52 to an LSU team that can't score on anybody right now. So the defense fell apart. The offense lacked identity. Things with Mike Bobo and quarterback Colin Hill just haven't gone great. The offense still too inconsistent right now uh, for South Carolina's liking. Regardless, Muschamp was let go because he couldn't win football games. Plain and simple. 28-30 and 30 overall again. Just 17-22 and 22 in conference. And athletic director Ray Tanner really had no choice. I mean, I think the fans were done with it. I think Muschamp knew that. I think Tanner knew that. And these last three games, that team, that team looked just really, really lost on both sides of the ball. I don't like to use the word quit very often. It's not something you want to accuse teams of doing. Uh, but you have to question the lack of desire the last couple of games. And I think that's one of the reasons you've seen the outcomes that you've seen. How does this affect Clemson? Well, for starters, Muchamp's gone. A guy who couldn't beat Clemson, couldn't even hang with Clemson in his four tries. And... Really, Clemson dominated him thoroughly. So that's not necessarily good for Clemson. I mean, there's a chance South Carolina could hire a good coach. They're going to get an upgrade. Uh, if Ray Tanner gets someone worse than Will Muschamp, that's going to be really difficult to pull off. Even even for Ray Tanner, who landed Muschamp the first time, I'll be very surprised if that's the case. So I think right now, um, not a huge impact until you find out who the coach is. But I know there's a lot of Clemson fans out there that are a little disappointed they want to get, won't get to beat up on Muschamp. But regardless of who South Carolina hires, it's not in the same stratosphere right now as Clemson. It's not even in the same stratosphere in its own division with Georgia and Florida. And Clemson's above those two teams right now. So there's a long way. There are a lot of steps South Carolina has to take to get back to a point where they can be competitive against those teams. But first and foremost, I think the Gamecocks have to be competitive against the teams that they're similar to, like Kentucky, in Tennessee, and Mizzou, 
beat those teams the regularity, something they haven't been doing, and then maybe you start to take some other steps if you're the Gamecocks. So they're not going to affect Clemson anytime soon. I don't see the streak ending in the near future. I don't see any chance of uh, the, the gap just all of a sudden shrinking and South Carolina getting all these big-time recruits. The state of South Carolina right now not putting out huge recruits. I mean, most of what Clemson's getting is coming from out of state. So by and large, uh, I don't think there's a huge impact here. Now, who could the next guy be? Could they potentially bring in someone who actually can at least get them on the right path and then maybe at some point years down the road have a chance to really compete at a high level? It's going to take a lot of work. Uh, the Right now, the odds-on favorite, according to betonline.ag, is Billy Napier. Yes, the former Clemson assistant, a Furman guy, upstate guy here, uh, worked for Dabo Sweeney, did not work out. Those two ended up parting ways back in, what, 2010, before they brought in Chad Morris, and it just wasn't a good marriage. They didn't get along. Fine. Napier has gone on to really produce at a, at a pretty high level. Uh, he went to Alabama and worked with Nick Saban. He's been out at Arizona State. He knows college football. He knows how to build teams, and he's got an offensive identity. And I think that's what South Carolina's going after. So Billy Napier, to me, at 3-1, to one, would be a really good fit. 3-1 to odds is not great. I mean, you're not going to win a ton of money off of that if they hire him. But I think that's the right hire. Because I don't, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I, I don't think he's scared of Dabo. I think there's a lot of coaches that would be scared. It's maybe scared too harsh a word. A lot of coaches who would go to look at South Carolina and be like, I don't want to play Clemson every year. I already got to play Georgia and Florida, Texas A&M, and either Alabama or LSU or somebody else over there. I don't want to deal with that kind of schedule every single season. I'm going to get run out of town in three or four or five years if I don't produce. I don't think Napier feels that way. I think he would accept the challenge. doesn't mean he thinks he's going to beat Clemson anytime soon. It just means he would accept the challenge and would want to take on Coach Sweeney, his former boss. Hugh Freeze also on the list at 4-1. to one. The former Ole Miss coach now at Liberty doing great things there. I don't think that's a guy you want to bring into the state of South Carolina and all the baggage that comes with him. Shane Beamer, a former... Uh, South Carolina assistant, certainly in the mix in this. I uh, could see him potentially being interviewed and would not be too shocked if he got the job. Jamie Chadwell out of Coastal Carolina doing some great things down there. Wouldn't be shocked to see him either. Some other names on the list, forget it. Tony Elliott's not taking the job. He's 15-2 to two odds behind Luke Fickle at 7-1. to one. Tony Elliott's not going to be offered the job. Tony Elliott's not going to accept the job. No Clemson assistant is going to South Carolina. That includes Brent Venables. It's just not going to happen. I'm just not even going to really have the argument and the discussion because there is no discussion. It's not going to happen. So there's a little rundown. Some other names here. Steve Sarkeesian, Will Healy, Joe Brady, Jeff Monken, Bill Clark kind of wraps things up there. Those are kind of more of the, the long shots. But I think Napier, keep an eye on that, the former Clemson assistant, could end up back in the state of South Carolina coaching the South Carolina Gamecocks and getting out of Louisiana Lafayette where he's done some really, really positive things. Coming up next, Tuesday Tiger of the Week, Miles Murphy, the true freshman. Tell you a little bit more about his journey through his freshman season to this point and why he's been so successful and a key piece to the Clemson defensive front. Go, go, go. That's all you're doing, and you're trying to get through whatever wall you have in front of you. Maybe it's that last presentation of the day, that last sales call. Uh, that last opportunity to impress your boss, and you need to be on. Maybe it's the back nine. You know, maybe you've not played well 
recently down the stretch, the last three or four holes, you just don't have the energy that you had early on. Why not, before you start that second nine, try Built Go. Built Go was designed to give you that extra boost of energy. It helps you focus, and it's got protein. It's everything you need to get through the day, break through your wall, accomplish everything in front of you. It's like five-hour energy, but without that crash feeling, and it's natural, so it's good for your body. It comes with the collagen protein, which is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system quickly, plus it's easy on the stomach. So check out Built Go and their three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Right now, go to BuiltGo.com, use promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Tuesday Tiger of the Week belongs to Miles Murphy, the true freshman has really gotten it done for the Clemson Tigers up front. And he's been especially effective uh, coming off the edge, creating havoc in the backfield. He leads Clemson with three and a half sacks on the season and eight and a half tackles for the loss. So he's filled a huge void with Xavier Thomas taking a long time to get back and still not really in full gear yet. Then Justin Foster, the defensive end senior who's been out for the entire season, has yet to play a single down. Clemson has needed Miles Murphy in a big way. Can you imagine if they had not recruited him, if he had gone somewhere else, if he had not landed with the Tigers? I have no idea where they'd be right now. And I know that Brent Venables is probably very thankful that he got Miles Murphy because he's really been a standout guy. Huge, 6'5", 280 pounds. Came in with the body and the frame, ready to go and give Clemson some help up front. And he's played extremely well. I mean, you have to give him credit. Now, he was off to a really hot start early in the season. I don't think he's played poorly the last couple weeks. He's been steady, but it's a lot on a young man. In fact, he did not have any idea when he signed up to play for Clemson that he'd play 60 snaps against Notre Dame uh, on November the 7th, but that's what he's had to do, and he's had a lot on him, and here's what he said about getting that kind of playing time. Uh, Most definitely exceeded my expectations from high school, and uh, it's been a very eye-opening experience. when I first came in, going to get started on our online every day, it's it was very eye-opening and surprising at the speed of how their how their blocking scheme, our blocking scheme was, and how fast they were able to cover up gaps and whatnot, and how good the pass blocking was. So, it took me about a month, a month to like get used to that and catch up catch up to their speed and. Since then, I was I was kept up to speed, and I kind of slowed slowed everything down to how I was in high school. And now, just you know, trying to make it to where I, I can just do do what I do, knowing knowing my key and responsibility in the play and the, or the blitz that we're running, and just keep it as simple as possible. The game has certainly slowed down for Murphy. You can tell just by watching him uh, how much he's learned and, and learned how to react and handle things. And a lot of that is just mental. You know, it's just experience. It's reps. It's snaps. It's seeing it every day in practice against his offensive line. It's seeing it on game days and watching film and putting in the work and getting better. And that mental game, he's taking a big step. In fact, here's what he had to say about that. Yeah, I would most definitely say it's been more mental than physical by far because, you know, Coach Coach V has a big, huge playbook and so many blitzes, coverages, and whatnot, and uh, probably up until maybe two week two weeks ago, I I felt 
very comfortable with the playbook. Now I'm very comfortable with the playbook, but weeks before this, I was struggling because I have also have school football and, you know, life off the field and away from school. So it, it was a lot mentally, but, you know, it's kind of just getting into the grind of things and now I'm catching up on everything and now it's you know, all stacking up well together. I think what's really interesting about Miles Murphy is not just what he's doing this year, and he's been a huge help for Clemson's defense, not taking that away from him at all, but just imagine what he's going to be like a year from now, two years from now. I mean, the amount of playing time he's received, the amount of experience he's getting, he is going to be not only physically, and he came in physically ready, but he's going to be so much better physically a year from now, anticipating how to get ready for a season, how to how to train his body. Uh, you know, He hasn't really spent a ton of the time in a college weight room yet. So just wait till he gets the ability to really do that for a full year. And then the mental aspects, as he was just talking about right there, I mean, he's going to get so much better. I think the sky's the limit when it's all said and done. I don't know if he's going to break any kind of sack records, but I I think you're going to be talking about Miles Murphy in the same sense that you talk about a Cleveland Furl, a Shaq Lawson, a Vic Beasley. I mean, he is going to be in that same group uh, talent-wise, and I really think it's going to be partly because of the amount of experience and playing time he's getting this year. It's been really huge for him. This is going to wrap up the Locked On Clemson podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Again, that was Miles Murphy, your Tuesday Tiger of the Week. Be back on Wednesday. Start looking at Florida State. Start giving some thoughts on what this game is going to look like against the Seminoles. What are these two teams playing for? What's the goal this week for both of them? I'll tell you about that coming up on the next episode. Again, follow me on Twitter at Brad Sink of S-E-N-K-I-W. Please help Locked on Clemson Podcast continue to grow. Hit that subscribe button, that download button. Tell your friends and your family all about it. And make sure you check out the Locked on College Football Podcast with Candace Cooper. Have a great day. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow, Clemson Nation.